You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is, is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive. She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Screen Smash, Couch Soup's video game podcast that's unfiltered and unapologetic most of the time. We try. Anyways, joining me tonight, we have Maria Kinnon. Hello. Louis Reza. Oh! Dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> and joining us, we have a special guest. We have Mr. Baron Jones from Level 1 Gaming. Hello, Baron. Hello, everybody. Uh, how's it going? Look, I, I feel like I should do like my whole like. So yeah, um, actually, what we're gonna do is we're getting ready to talk video games. Let's do it, guys. Let's go, kids. <laughs> like Lamar Burton. Lamar Burton. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk video games tonight, children. Let's go. It sounds great. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> Anywho, to get us started, started, started to get us started tonight, we're gonna get to know Baron a little bit. So. Baron, going to put you on the spotlight. Tell us a little yes. bit about yourself and why you're here. Yeah, so I am Baron Jones. I go by Baron J67. So, yes, my real name is Baron. That is a thing. People are like, oh, so what's your name? And I'm like, oh, it's Baron. They're like, no, your real name. And I'm like, it, it's it's Baron. Um, but it's it's. I know it's more of a title, but it is my name. Um, but, yes, so I am Baron, or Baron J67. I'm the communications director over at Level 1 Gaming. We are a Black-owned, minority-operated gaming news site, and everything from reviews to news and everything in between. That's what we talk about. Heck, side note, one of our most popular articles is about what white shoes you can wear other than Air Force Ones. Um, and, it's yeah, it's month in, month out, our most popular article. Nothing is yet to top it. Don't ask why it just happens. So the what makes level one level one, right? Because obviously that's a not an odd name, but it's, it's different. As it's, a gamer, I totally get it, honestly. So okay, so I forgot we're on a gaming podcast, so we're that's talking. What, so everybody, wait, hold on, hold, this is the gaming podcast, right? <laughs> so, shit. Maria, you one. play games, don't you? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it just—it's a great place to start. Like that's that's our whole get down and our whole 
thing is giving people a place to start. So yeah, communications director, obviously I talk a lot. Please have a stop button if I rant a little too much. Gotcha. Oh, it'd be used already if it was a thing with me. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, good. That's all good. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I totally get the level one gaming thing, and like just the way you're explaining it to me, it strikes as like you're giving people kind of like a safe place of like everyone starts somewhere. Everyone's a level one to start, you know, and that hits home with me with a lot of like how I talk to other people about gaming because. Some people get this weird anxiety of like, oh, I got to be good. I got to be good. Like, I don't give a fuck if you're good or not. Just have fun. That's mm. what it's all about. Just have fun. So, and it, it's that's our core. That's that is what makes us, you know, everybody's like, well, what makes you different than any other site? It's like we stand on the we, we stand 10 toes down on the idea that, hey, where everybody else says no, if you really want to get into the games journalism or whether it's content creating overall, we definitely have projects and stuff for you to work on. Um, you know, of course, you build up your rapport with us. We'll hand you reviews. I mean, recently I just handed off Wild Hearts and uh, Wanted Dead. I know we were talking about that earlier before we went live. So and I know for me, I was just a random off the street, uh, some guy on Twitter. <laughs> and level one took me in with open arms and now i'm the communications director somebody save me um please no, I'm just, I'm just, I, I just, blink, I just wanted to write in trouble i just yeah, wanted just, to write one, just blink one if article you need a week That's in, all I in a to similar do. sort of way i kind of just forced my way in <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm, here, I'm still I'm sore over this. that dan I'm still sore maria <laughs> way way too many Why? words that you guys don't want to put together guys you No, but I was saying more of like I created a podcast and used that podcast as kind of my springboard into the, doing this now, as well as now we hear Maria, Louie, and my fellow uh, Screen Smash uh, compadres. We all contribute to CouchSoup.com and either write, do reviews, make videos, make different content. And we're doing this gaming podcast. CouchSoup itself is not specifically focused on gaming, but there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of gaming. So it's a lot of the same kind of stuff that you guys do over there at Level 1, which I actually really appreciate what you guys do over there. And I, I looked into it. I was like, oh, yeah, like they got kind of like the same thing going on there. I dig it. I yeah, like it, it definitely is. I've watched some of the videos and I'm like, yeah, I can see this. It's like a little parallel. Right? You gotta have yeah. fun. You gotta have yeah. fun because mm. it's a lot of work, folks. Folks out there in the world in in Twitch land, it's a lot of work. Believe me, you think we sit around and play games all day? I promise you. And does. Oh, I'm joking. What happened? <laughs> I get. I'm. I feel lucky if I get to play a game for maybe a few hours each day. If that. Do you, Do you get that <laughs> guilt of like, I'm playing this game for like two or three hours, and I know there's an article or something I should be working. Yeah, on? that's why I don't play games. As soon as you said guilt. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah 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 it, it's yeah. the and, and like I, I started hiding my shame sometimes like hopefully my crew's not listening but i'll like go offline on discord and be like I, I, i'm known for having like like 12 um things like that i'm always into like different kinds of stuff and like we'll we'll, we'll put together something for for like a, a stream and i always tell dan all right, all right i'm in i'm good that's ready to go and they're like i don't see you all oh, right, wrong username. All right, and then I go back out and then come back in and like a new one. I'm like, but not this one. God damn. Okay, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, hide your shame. 
Yeah. It's a well-known thing that I hide from people openly. <laughs> openly. <laughs> Guys, I'm not here. You know why? Well, I wanted to bring you in as uh, one of our guests on Screen Smash now because I I appreciate what you guys do over there at level 1. Uh, I've you know, I've been trying to check out your po- guys podcast that you do on Wednesdays. You do the Double XP or 2 XP? Yeah, the Double XP podcast. Right. Every Wednesday it's our flagship show. That is our one show that will happen. And if it doesn't happen, believe me, behind the scenes, there's like some real big drama going on. So that is our flagship show. Um, We bring in guests. It's me, the floor hugger, David or fame. And then we have Dez um, from formerly from Burnout Brighter. And she's currently the media marketing manager. I'm probably giving her more titles than she needs over at Freedom Games. Later. So, you know, it's right. It's going on there, Des. I'm sorry. I know you probably are the media manager over there at Freedom Games. But yeah, and it, it's just so cool having different perspectives, talking about different things again, because for me, I'm even though I'm the communications director. I take things from a general consumer standpoint, like, hey, I don't care about the Activision Blizzard deal. I just want to know, am I going to have to pay extra for Call of Duty next year or am I not? Like that, you know, like that, that's my stance on it. But then we got somebody who actually works on the back end dealing with development. We got somebody who does art and then you got fame who just masterminds somehow knows everything. And it, it, it's just works really well. And that is our flagship show. And it's at every Wednesday, 4 PM PST. Nice. I try to catch it as often as I can. If like, I, I, like I said, I really dig what you guys got going on over there. And that's where I was doing this show getting this show put together and started and i'm like i want to start working with and collaborating with other like-minded folks and you guys were awesome enough to accept my invitation and now i got you here and i'm super excited it's already been great talking to you in the pre-show i know everybody else here is pretty excited so yeah uh is there anything else that you wanted to touch on before we get into our core topic for the night um yes we are less than 50 followers away on tiktok in order to be streaming on tiktok shout out to fame because he is a tiktok mastermind and we're so close to getting a thousand followers so if you guys have tiktok and it's okay you don't have to tell everybody you have it but tiktok.com forward slash lv1 gaming go you wherever you see the phoenix that's us and just make sure to hit that follow button and enjoy some content get us there so we can go live on there as well sweet that- Actually, reminds me is uh, I was curious about the Phoenix as far as how that was chosen as kind of like your guys' official logo. So um, once again, everything is about starting from level one. So I came into level one gaming once it was already formed. The origin of level one gaming is fame, the floor hugger and a few other folks. They all came together from another publication that they all branched away from and decided to create their own and they wanted to start something new they wanted to build it from the ground up so they started from level one and then what better way to start from rising from the ashes of nothing a phoenix i like that that's a good I idea i really like that yeah. Yeah. I'm good. i can't get that on the spot I'm, right none of that ow. was true no i'm just playing no, I, <laughs> we won't tell anyone oh shit <laughs> <laughs> you got you honestly got me for a second. I'm like, are you, are you like, kidding me? No, like, no, that's the truth. That that's really that's that's our origin story. I actually <laughs> I had made a similar joke too when it comes from like we retired the old podcast and then started this one, and there was that, you know, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. We're back, you know, that kind of We're, thing. So boom. 
but yes, that so everything starts from the beginning, level one, and we're gamers, level one gaming. That's Very perfect. Cool. Dan, why didn't you think of that? <laughs> Good job, Dan. Because they already had it, Maria. They already <laughs> we'll find them. There's more of us. Well, crazy enough. There's that okay, so I Unanimous. keep saying level one gaming. It's we there is another level one gaming. We're yeah. LV one gaming. Like there it's <laughs> Believe me, there's the YouTube been a couple struggle. Emails. Oh, we know. Yeah. We, oh, we know. Oh, yeah, we've been we, there. We, yeah. We've been yeah. there. I had Woo. probably half a dozen names for the show before we settled on Screen Smash, mostly because all the ones I thought of were already taken. And it's like, uh, all right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> it, don't you hate when you feel like you're being extra original and then you go and you see in this like that name plus 95, like already. <laughs> ah. All the steam is gone. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, not to pat myself on the back, but we also have our own little internal channel called Deadpan Gaming. There's also another Deadpan Gaming on YouTube, but it's like been dead and inactive for years. There's like two videos on there, some kids playing Fortnite, but whatever, it is what it is. We're bigger than them now. By yeah, a lot. yeah. So, take yeah. that. Not, not real, Deadpan. Not real. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All based on the fact that I am Deadpan Dan, and that's how the channel got its name. Charlie Day. All right, moving on. Oh. <laughs> I love chance. visual gags. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Marie, Louis does visual gags almost every time. We're like, Louis, he laughed. Anyway. You, right. You're not blowing him down. I'm blowing him. <laughs> Wait, so uh, look, I got a glance over at the screen. Yeah. Okay, here's <laughs> the <it> story. <laughs> anyway, anyways, <laughs> the main topic of tonight is going to be. Resident Evil. What's that? Four. Four. I had, I had to. <laughs> the way he said, like, like, it's like a farmer. It would have been fire. Resident <laughs> Evil. Was it Sea of Don't do that. That's weird. <laughs> like, no, no. no. <laughs> they changed it, thank God. But. <laughs> If you've listened to this show or heard me talking ever in the past, you would know that I myself am a very big Resident Evil fan. Uh, and I'm pretty damn excited for Resident Evil 4 Remake. I've gobbled up every uh, Resident Evil game that's ever been made, and I've played every Resident Evil game to death. I, I really like those games. I know Louis also a big fan. Maria, I forced to play some Resident Evil before tonight. I played Resident Evil. I know. I <laughs> Like, <laughs> so defensive. But I know that game. <laughs> I want to talk about the hype that I have for Resident Evil 4 remake. Because damn, it looks good. And now we've actually been able to play it because they dropped a demo. They did. And I played it. It's that good. Mm, <laughs> it's me, that good that too. you played it. <laughs> Same. I, I never touch any media before the game comes out, but I know it's going to be forever since I can. I can't afford anything, so I tried out this demo, and God damn, it's so fucking good. Pretty, I, yeah. Baron, you got to drop the drop the the truth bomb. Okay, this is where so, it goes wrong. Yeah, this is where it goes sideways, guys. I haven't played the demo, and I've never played Resident Evil before. Fuck! Why did we? Really I quit. <laughs> Get out. What? 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 I beat two remake. I beat seven. I've I'm at the end with the helicopter chest, man. 
in eight. Um, and I kind of want to play four because he has the Hyrule Blade as a knife. Uh, it's the Master Sword. Like it just that yeah. thing parries everything. <laughs> I was like, is he defending against a chainsaw with this butter knife? Oh, he's the, he's the chosen one. <laughs> okay, no, let, let's 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 talk about Leon for a second. And I feel like I'm like derailing, and I'm oh, so please, sorry. You're good. Go, derail. Go do it. <laughs> if not, you me. Can we acknowledge that this man just wanted to clock in? at work and then his whole life just went completely sideways like this thank you man, somebody else said it <laughs> no it, it is the most cr- like when you just sit down and look at this karen haircut man he was just going to work he was clocking in they had a a welcome home a welcome to the job gag for him where he had to figure out how to get his weapon be, and, but figure out everybody's name and uh, see i played it look i played it i'm telling on myself I'm, i know, I, know I played it <laughs> right and then all of a sudden his whole life got derailed and he's hanging out with the president and it's like it just completely goes left. So there is a joke in Resident Evil 4 too that Leon makes because uh Luis in Resident Evil 4 calls him a cop and he's like, for one day. He's like, yeah. I was a cop for one day. Yeah, <laughs> not even a day. I, I don't even it's think he got a I know, does that count as a day? for work. He wasn't even sworn in yet. He didn't even I don't even think he got he didn't his get yeah, this dude. Oh, he was acting outside of the law, so he was a criminal the whole Resident Evil two. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> we now we know. Well, th- there it is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, so, so what does I that make Claire? Claire is a vigilante oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, arsonist. She's like total Batgirl. criminal. <laughs> a total criminal. I got I got hairspray and a lighter. Let's, Let's do, do this. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I, I had to prove that I beat that game to a friend of mine because he didn't believe me because I run into the whole backlog thing. And he was like, so how did you kill uh, Mr. X? And I was like, oh, with the rocket. And he was like, oh, so you did beat it. Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> an Just shoot him with a rocket. I shot Baron, the shit Baron, out of Baron, pencils down. The test yeah. is over. Let's test. see how you scored. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> Let me know, but yeah, X definitely gave it to me. Um, he he he, I got destroyed by that monster the whole game, and now Full now my head. mind is only thinking about that song. Yeah, that's that's all I, <laughs> I can't I st- sing it for legal purposes, but I, know I still I have a lot of memories of playing Resident Evil Two Remake, and especially when you get to the point where like Mister X is chasing you and it's terrifying, and you can't like it's just the most anxiety inducing thing to be in a room and hearing his footsteps stomping around outside but then you get to the points in the game where he can't follow you and you can do this little dance with him and it's just like i just start hearing the the benny hill music like you get him like going back and forth and he won't go past the threshold of certain rooms and it's i don't know as i always thought that was that kind of like goes from terrifying vampire uh, Gaming magic. Anyways. Yeah. Doors. The demo uh, was fun. <laughs> yeah, the demo. So let's, let, let's go ahead and start there. The demo. They put out this chainsaw demo for Resident Evil 4. I have played through it, I think, six or seven times 
now because I'm that kind of crazy person that's also played Resident Evil 4 numerous times and ha- owns it for every console. But um, I killed Chainsaw Man on my second time. Uh, I found out the secret about the secret TMP that you can find. And I think there's an extra difficulty, but I figured that out. Yeah, yeah. That, apparently that happens randomly. Like it just uh, asks you, do yeah. you want to play the hardcore chainsaw mode? And it just comes up randomly. Yeah, I, I don't know. I never played it, but I saw a stream that did it. I did. I, I read an article about that at lv1gaming.com. But um, but yeah. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. But yeah, I I read that it's like extremely random. And then if you say no, it's not like you'll be offered immediately the next time. Like I heard it's definitely super random. Like I said, I've played through it a couple of times and never came up for me. I was wondering if it depends on like your performance or how much money you collect or how many enemies you kill. I saw no difference in any no, of those. No, I think it is random because I was just watching a stream and it was the first time the guy ever played it and it came oh. up on his first time. And he's like, I never played the game before and he wants me to do hardcore chainsaw mode. <laughs> so yeah, I think it is just random. Yeah, I, I, I got. I think I ran around too much on the demo and I got timed out because they were like, you're so shit at this game, we don't want to play it anymore. So are you talking about <laughs> so just... when you're in the village and the villagers are chasing <laughs> you, right? Yeah, well, I just ran around in circles like Benny Hill. And then no, no, that's, that's, how, that's how it works. That's yeah. how it was yeah. in the works. original game too. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, yeah. Because oh, yeah. you're supposed to survive that. Oh, I did that. Oh. I just ran around in circles and they couldn't catch me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Leave it to Maria to find the cheese. I felt like it was harder in the remake, though, and in the demo, like because the villagers are fucking aggressive in the oh, yeah. remake oh, compared snaps. to the original. I yeah. do find though that the character moves a lot better. It seems like he's smoother mm-hmm. um, than in the original. I remember uh, Resident Evil Four being like kind of tank controly, and you couldn't mm-hmm. walk and shoot at the same time. Nope. So I used to get killed quite a lot. But with this one, I was able to at least evade the guys, and you have a, you can do the um, like the quick time kind of kill the man sort of thing. So I feel like it's smoother as a game, really. Like oh, absolutely, yeah. So it, I actually enjoyed it more than Resident Evil the original. Because it just felt like it, there was more natural. Well, yeah, Resident Evil Four at this point now being a what 13, 14, 15 year old game. It came out originally mm. in two thousand five on the GameCube. Oh, nice and old. It's well seasoned. Yeah, like oh, it's, yeah. it came out in the age <laughs> when me. games were just starting to utilize the dual sticks, and it was originally on yeah. the GameCube, which didn't technically have two sticks. It did, and yeah. it didn't. Like, so you don't actually turn your character like with the right stick it'll move the camera a little bit mm. but you still have to like turn the character yeah, you, you had to so was it a twin turn. stick shooter <laughs> not even <laughs> i had it on the way so i didn't even have that, that, that oh, yeah, trying to use like motion controls <laughs> just like oh. non-chucking it <laughs> yeah, i mean it's still it's still if it's closer to resident evil 5 in its control scheme like it's not yeah perfect but it still shows its age and you move the character like they're still tank control so it's like you have to push up to make the character walk forward left to turn left right to turn right and it's it's very chunky and very awkward sometimes to move around and you can't move and shoot you have to stop stop and pop so yeah, and the ammo was kind of shitty as well so There's it's none. it's it's <laughs> funny how it sounds like it wasn't a big as big of a leap from Resident Evil One and Two that I thought it was like it 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 is from the sound because once again I haven't played but mm. I do remember running down the halls and then trying to turn pow 
Like, well, Resident Evil <laughs> Four was the first one to put the sho- the behind the shoulder camera. Yes. Every one before that was the fixed camera angles that watched you walk around the room and stuff. So it was Full a big departure at that time. Yeah, th- mm. this was the first time that you actually had uh, like where you actually felt that you were part in the 3D world. I mean, other ones like you know definitely they had like that 3D aspect, but this was like like it just followed you the whole time. And it gave you a, a lot more dynamic for what was happening in front of you, but it still crept up on you from behind. So because you had to stop and shoot, it, it would it would still have that feeling of overwhelming nature because you had to be weary of everything around you, but it still took time to turn around. And so a lot of people are bitching about how now that you can move and shoot at the same time, it's so much easier. I'm like, play, play it. Play it. Nope, but they Check compen- it out. they compensate so, so- for that with the aggressive enemies, though. They compensate uh, completely. I was so damn overwhelmed. <laughs> like so I was genuinely yelling, trying to get a, out of there. Here's a big point that I want to stress too. In the old Resident Evil Four, anytime you get into one of those scenarios, like the village in the beginning, where you're being swarmed by enemies, there was such an easy cop out to like get away from them by like you go in the building, you go up upstairs and you jump out a window and you give mm-hmm. yourself a lot of breathing room you can't do that in the new one i actually tried so it. hard i actually <laughs> tried it where i jumped out the window and i landed in the middle of a horde and i couldn't move and i got beaten to death and i was like okay that didn't work i kind of ran back where <laughs> i came from and so they all bottlenecked into like a smaller area so i could they shoot one at a time split though i've seen them do that yeah, where if you try to get squirrely like that they yeah. will circumvent and they'll come from both and the sides. Headshot, yeah, the headshot is not quite as accurate as it should be. Like you, you can't shoot it. The headshot is not a one kill thing. So I'm just like, really? Okay. So when it came to Resident Evil games, it took me a very long time to really internalize that I'm not really fighting zombies. I'm fighting mm. super soldiers. And it because it bothered me. I'm like, bro, I just hit this thing with a shotgun shell to the face. Why is it not dead? <laughs> and it's like, oh, because it has this ever regenerating thing inside of it that's taken over it, and it's now it's and yeah. So In I prefer that because yes. zombie suck, and it's a stupid concept. <laughs> so I prefer that it's more of a super soldier thing anyway yeah. because. I hate zombies. And I know for hard. me, and I'm sure Louie might agree on this, one of my yeah. personal favorite things from the old Resident Evils, like Resident Evil 1 and 2, especially in 2, you could do the thing where you cock the shotgun up in the mm-hmm. air, you wait till the zombie gets right in front of it, you pull the trigger, and you just watch like... <laughs> it just instant, yeah. the head just yeah. pops. That was, that was so cool. I loved it. I loved it. Then when you get the, the parts to make the super shotgun... You don't need to do that. You just shoot them dead on, and you just see guts flying everywhere. I was like, oh, yeah. Screw you. And you're all like, You get that too a little bit in the remake. I love when you get like the head pop in the remake, yeah, and like their head doesn't just explode, it'll like dangle it and like squishy. It kind of reminded me of, is this going to sound stupid because it's set in a village, but it reminded me of a third person version of Resident Evil Village. You know, because it mm. seems that the village is very similar looking from the one in Village. And so I wonder if they used, like, the same assets from Resident Evil Village for this game. Because the game is, the demo is gorgeous. And it just, it reminded me of that, walking around that, you know, that village and stuff. And so it's like a, I was like, oh, this kind of reminds me of Resident Evil Village. So, <laughs> so yeah, cool. I liked it. Is the fear factor still there? Because, like, okay, 
for me, my I want to say my first like Resident Evil that I fully played through was seven. I want to say seven was my first one. Um, that going from first person horror like in your face to back to action shooter horror is it still is it just as scary i think it departs it from the scary a little bit because you're not you're not in there you're not like first person i find it does take you away from it because it i feel with like first person it's like it's happening to you but when it's a third person it's happening to the character so i think that's Mm. maybe a little bit different i don't know i don't get scared of horror things because i'm not a pussy (laughs) oh i am meow (laughs) Um, it's yeah, uh, offend offend everybody that you can, Maria. That's right, (laughs) (laughs) and that's gonna get kept on Twitter. It's fine, it's fine. She's originally British. It's when I have to make clips for the show. (laughs) I personally, as a longtime fan of the series, I have no problem being outside of the first person. I actually prefer third person because i grew up with resident evil i grew up with resident Evil one and two i love those games even as terrible as they are i love them for being terrible and the when they went first person i was like oh no i don't like that mm. but then i played resident evil 7 i was like oh this is good it's different but yeah. it's good i like it for that uh and this is actually a big chunk of the conversation i was hoping to get into is how the the f- series the franchise has evolved over the years especially with that separation that they've done now where with seven they're like we're gonna try this new thing we're gonna go first person the gameplay is gonna be a little different the the storytelling is gonna be a little different but then with the remakes they kind of like let's keep it tight and classic to like that resident evil 4 formula which had the perfect blend of horror and action and i can say right now for me in the demo with resident evil 4 so far I still feel like it's pretty damn terrifying because of the aggressiveness of the enemies. When that chainsaw guy is barreling down on you and you get a villager grabs you and they pin you and he's coming at you going around. I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. You know, like trying to break <laughs> out. Like that's pretty scary still. It's horrifying. <laughs> not really. Regardless but, yeah. of whether I'm in first person or not. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like, yeah, it's great. I, I, yeah. Like that's what I was talking about. Like that <laughs> overwhelming nature that before <clears throat> they knew that the technology that they had at the time they couldn't uh there there was only so much that they could do with a horror so like everybody now knows that it gets kind of outlandish and all that kind of stuff and like in the original game i I hope they don't do this again but i i I like the camp i love it and i'm glad that they kept a lot of the camp in this because leon says a few things that are good i'll let myself out oh yes i love it but anyway um like, like there's a giant statue that comes to life and starts walking after you in this little castle, which is outlandish and crazy, but at the time hadn't been seen before. So when Resident Evil 4 first came out, you know, 80 years ago, it was scary as hell. Even if it was weird and different, it was still like, it was still scary. And I think a lot of people kind of take advantage of the fact that like, you know, like, well, well now it's not that scary because you're, yeah. you're a super soldier Leon who could do backflips and, you know, pile drives all these people. It, it wasn't that at the time. Like, but it, I, I don't know. I just thought that it's great that they're holding on to certain aspects of it that still want to implement that that horror as well. And so, like, I, when I'm watching it and when I'm playing it, I, I got all those feelings again. 
granted i mean it's so closely related to the original that i kind of uh, i'm a little bit like okay so it's not that different but it's different enough that i don't entirely i'm not entirely sure what i'm getting myself into i'm not mm. entirely sure what the outcome is going to be like i know where it's going to go i just don't know if i'm going to survive it this time and i played it a thousand times i played it in vr i played it all over the place and now i'm again going all right, it's a pretty damn good. It's a pretty good. <laughs> this is a question I wanted to bring up too, because Baron, you asked about the difference between the horror when it's first person versus third person. Louis, you've played Resident Evil Four in VR, which is first person. First person. Yeah. The Oof. game itself is third person, but you've played the VR version. So, yeah. how would you answer that question as the scare factor? It's way more immersive, honestly, to be in first person. Yes. Uh, the, and, and in VR, it's not perfect because when Leon does his spinning kicks and pile drivers, it does pull you out so that you're watching it on a big screen and then it goes right back in. So you, that way you get the full the full sense. It does kind of break the immersion a little bit, but you still it doesn't really take you so far out of the action that you don't um, that, that, that you it's hard to get back in. Uh, um, but even with the cartoony graphics even with them looking more like pixar than they do resident evil uh it still is much more terrifying when you're literally there but then again when you're playing like on a, on a screen and you got the controller there's not so much dynamic than when you're actually seeing your hands when you go like this so mm-hmm. that part of it too is way more terrifying because you turn around and you see this Pixar-looking fucker coming at you. It's like, ah, he's right there. Like, you, yeah. there's been a couple times where I turned and saw something I wasn't, uh, I wasn't prepared to see, and I literally screamed. And that, that there's nothing beats being in an actual VR that is built for VR. Because there's a, I've been playing a lot of these ones that are like, you can play Resident Evil 2 remake in VR, and you can have the hands and everything, but it's still not perfect because it wasn't made for that. You're just doing that stuff. But man, man, nothing is nothing compares to playing it when it's made for the VR. If you get the chance, dear God almighty, play it. Sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't just so scared. Oh, well, that that was I one of the scary games. I love. Them. Oh, oh yeah, oh, Dan I and I always yeah. off about that. No, well, this is the thing, right? Like, and I've been told that I've beaten some of the one of the scariest ones. Like seven was definitely like I've heard people say it's up there in the fear oh, yeah. factor. That's my and favorite one. Yeah, big time. It, I love that moment, and it's it happens in all the Resident Evils, at least all the ones I've played. Um, where you. Now you're just combating evil. Like mm. I'm, you're in a room with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, That's like, kind of how I felt after I beat Resident Evil Village the first time. Because like all uh, the first playthrough of Resident Evil Village is like fuck, 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 fuck. I gotta live. I gotta yeah, live. I gotta yeah, live. Yeah, yeah. And then after you beat it and you start the game again, and you're like, now you're just mowing everything down, and you're like, like stay out of my way, yeah, motherfucker. It, turn, it turns into a different game. It becomes like, a power fantasy instead of a yeah struggle to survive. You see that that's the feeling that I get. I think that people miss out when they play four or just because of pop culture osmosis. We tend to forget that four. if you've never played it before, if you've never heard of it, if you play four for the first time, it's pretty damn scary. And then Mm. the second time, you know, like, oh, here's where the rock comes. All I got to do is just run like, yeah, now now it's fun and it's everything like that. But the first time your first initiation is terrifying. And most Mm. games are like that. I will never ever forget the first time that fucking dude with the chainsaw came out 
<laughs> and the first time he caught me and I watched him just whoop and just Leon's head just shoots up and spouts blood everywhere. And I'm like, like I, I was a kid so at gross. the time when that happened. And I was like, he just, <laughs> he just cut my head off. Yeah. I, I put down like, the controller for a second. I was like, I don't like this. That was like getting like eaten by the shark in Resident Evil 1 the first time. Like, what? Wait, where? I mean, it's just like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, I mean, you know, I love horror stuff, but I remember the first, the first, first zombie you see in Resident Evil 1. You know, you walk oh, down that corner and he does a. That turn. I was like. <laughs> because that was the first the time janky, there was. Graphics. He's like all janky, like. Yeah, he's like, uh, blood around his mouth, and you're just like, oh, Ooh, no. I actually, that was the first point I was like, I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> but yeah, since then, I've been hardcore. But yeah, no, I, I love, like, Seven, I love, because I love the whole, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe from the yeah. first part of the game. The first half of that game is great. When the people start turning into big the cheese monsters, I'm just kind of like, okay, this is Resident Evil. Like <laughs> the first part, I'm just like, yeah. I did love did- Resident Evil 7, but my biggest struggle with it as a fan was that there weren't any real monsters. There wasn't any zombies outside mm. of like the fungus monsters. And I'm like, I'm tired of killing these funguses. Like, yeah, eh, give me something cheese. else. Yeah. Like, give me something yeah, else. I called cheese people because I was like, they all right. smell like really bad cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it, what, what threw me off about that whole scenario was the entire time, at least the first couple hours, I was like, there's no way I would have been caught up in this situation. Mm. Like there, there's just no way. I, you, you see your girl's purse in a barbecue pit. You, you're in the middle of nowhere. That's that horror it, movie logic that you just gotta yeah. like. Like, do like, not exist. What are, we, what are we doing? Like the whole time, I was just like, no, no. Yeah. Oh, let's go inside. No. I get like, like that all the time. You sound like my girlfriend the first time I tried to make her play Resident Evil 2 remake, and there's that scene where like you got to climb under the the gate, and he's like climbing through the blood. That's what I was gonna say is the scariest part. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, my girlfriend was just like, nope, 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 and she put the controller down. Yeah. Nope. 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 There's actually like I actually had a part like that in the actual demo I was playing because you're walking around with your little butter knife, you know, buttering zombies and shit. And I'm just like, there is a pitchfork right there. Pick that fucker up and stab him with it. There is a shovel. There's a pitchfork. Why are we using this? Get some range. It still, it still pisses me off that he doesn't go Doom guy after killing the chainsaw guy and just picking it up. I'm like, here we go. Yeah. Like at, at least, at least in seven, yeah, at least in seven, like they clearly show that it's broken, so he has to toss it away. Yeah. But uh, like for me, I have to say the scariest thing in most games that I've ever played to this day is eight. The baby. The baby. Oh, the baby. The, oh, the baby. I hate, that thing is some Ooh. birth control right there. I hate this. Dude, I still play that game. What's so genius about it, what is so perfect about it, is that you can still be a badass. I have all the like infinite ammo guns. Nothing's going to not touch me. <laughs> it doesn't matter there. It, it completely <gasps> negates it's everything for you. It's creepy. like... No matter how much you do in this game, this is the equalizer. You're not safe. It always gives me flashbacks of Max Payne. I'm like, no, no. The crying baby, yeah. It's like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sorry to bring it up, everybody, but you're welcome. That's great, though. Uh, This actually makes me want to lead into one of the other points that I wanted to get into, and that is the revitalization of Capcom games. 
that we saw in the last five to six years, starting, I think, with Resident Evil 2 remake, because mm-hmm. for a long time, I was very disappointed with Capcom. Like, I felt like Capcom, Capcom was kind of dropping the ball on a lot of their big franchises and like things just weren't going well or they were outsourcing their games to other companies. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing, Capcom? Why? And then they dropped Resident Evil 2 remake and then they dropped Devil May Cry 5 and they were brilliant and they were made by Capcom and they're good. And it's like, holy shit. Not to mention Resident Evil 2 remake, in my opinion, is one of the best remakes ever made on next to resident evil one remake which was also very good and that was 10 years prior like capcom's remake formula is like mm, top tier yeah i agree like they really are just like this they're sticking with the formula that the fans like but they're bringing it into the they're taking away the, the stuff that's dated that wouldn't really pass now and have actually put like a twist to it so you're like it's a new game and it, like each time we're saying how scary it was playing these games for the first time now with these remakes you're playing it again for the first time but you know the game but you don't know the game so that's what's kind of it's giving that kind of fresh feeling like a virgin hey. you, you know what 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 makes me happy about it is it gives me hope for a lot of other games that i would mm. love to see remade because Big they're time. showing the success they're showing that there's money to be made because we know these are companies and it's it's got to be a money thing there's money clearly here in i mean look how many times people have bought resident evil 4 um <laughs> think about think about the fact that they could redo Resident Evil 2 in first person like a seven style. Oh yeah. And people would buy it and it would do just as well. Like it it I mean it it really would. It'd be horrifying. Could I mean they did the it? DLC for eight that added third person to the game. So See, you could play look, through eight could, in third person. You could just go and do the same thing to all your games, repackage it, and people are gonna buy it. And it's and it's funny because it's not a cash grab. Like these don't feel like cash grabs. No. And that's that's what makes it yeah enjoyable. I don't feel like I'm I'm being suckered or I'm being screwed over. Like no, it's like you're putting effort in. You're making a you're taking a classic experience. You're bringing it to new light, new life. And and I just hope that somebody does this with the getaway. Um, hmm. I, the PS2 I just getaway. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh yeah. I I need somebody to go and just show that game some love. That was the. <laughs> It, what, what I you loved about it, it, what I loved about it so much, and this is completely off topic, and I'm so sorry, was the fact that it did not hold your hand. You mm-hmm. didn't have a, a health meter. You didn't have a map directional. Like it, you had to pay attention to the environment. Your your car blinker would go the direction you need to turn. I remember when you that. Get, when you got hit so many times, you would walk a certain way. You'd be dragging your leg, like hold swinging a, a rifle, like as you're like bleeding down the street. <laughs> it was just amazing. And I know, Marky boy, like I just know it would do great, like being getting the Capcom treatment. Uh, even though I know, if I'm not mistaken, Capcom has nothing. No. To do with that game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Capcom, pick this one up real quick. Please, hey, go get the IP. Well, that's the thing. But, We've had this discussion between remakes and remasters and stuff. And so this is a remake. Yeah. You know, these, these Resident yes. Evil games are remade for the yes. new audiences. It's not just yeah, a, up, oh, yeah. here's a whole game. <laughs> squeak, 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 squeak. $70. Right? Here's some <laughs> like, cell yeah. shading. Let's make yeah. it pretty. Yeah, yeah don't, don't don't be Rockstar and just like, oh, oh. That, that technology is going to do great on this new. Oh. Uh, but I, I do I do want to piggyback on something that you said that I find very interesting that um, like 
that it doesn't feel like a cash grab, you know. But the thing is, for me, I kind of want to say that if this is what happens when you listen to the audience, yeah. this is what happens when we go, we don't want that. And then you go, oh, okay, what about this? So it's giving me more hope that these people that are getting all the money, if you're going to have the money, at least use it well, for God's sake, please. Yeah. Because these games could shouldn't exist, to be honest, with how crappy a direction they took them and i liked the cheese i liked six dan and i had talked about this for hours how much we actually like enjoy a lot of six i've played it's it like game. four times i you know love what else i like to play and i'm still playing and i was playing the other day operation raccoon city Ooh. <laughs> i still play it was playing it the other night that was the multiplayer shooter one right it's a cooperative squad-based team shooter. Yeah, I it's still that fun. It's still a good zombie shooter game. It says like very little to actually do with Resident Evil. Yeah, but it's a fun game. It got way more flack than I think it should have. Yeah, but that but that's what I'm saying is just that we 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 deserve to get the games that we are asking for. Cough, cough. Mm-hmm. It's on sale now through the Capcom sale, and it was like five bucks. I so that's why I'm playing it again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and it's like, it's what Louis saying is like, if you listen to the fans, then it's going to end up best in it. Like, I know it's not a game, but you know, The Last of Us TV show, it's just, it's yeah. proof to say, listen to the fans. People go, yeah, but we don't want a remake. Yes, you fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> Stop <laughs> taking our shit yeah. and spinning it and then making it something that's completely not. We, we like what we like for a reason. Give us what we want. Preach. <laughs> My don't favorite. Do you preach yourself. Yes. Right? Go, Maria. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> you know who's right? This one. Quit <laughs> me. Man, yeah. I just, I just, I truly, 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 um, I, I love watching good things be praised and get the success. Um, I got a funny feeling I'm gonna end up playing Resident Evil Four. Um. I got a funny feeling I'm going to sweat my way through it until I get like the powerful shotgun. And okay. I always make the mistake of like holding on the items and then like, Oh, I'll, I'll save it for that one moment. And then that one moment just never comes. Yeah. And all of a sudden the credits are rolling and I held like, why did you just use the Magnum? Like I thought I was going to need the bullet for the final boss. Like, I did not. The beautiful <laughs> thing about Resident Evil 4 is the attache case. It makes it really hard to hang on to shit because um, you run out of space. You can only carry it early. so much. Yeah. Look, you'll, you'll shoot those bullets, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know what? Like, like, as an older gamer, I guess you could say. I, I learned that too because it was way more obvious back in the day when you were getting to a boss fight. Like it's, mm. it's super obvious now, still, yeah. But then, like, like for example, we were talking about Breath of the Wild. It's very easy to just walk into like, oh look, an open field, and then now you're in a boss battle. All like, of a sudden, because music. everything. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. All I have is a wood stick. All I have is a wood stick. <laughs> Every time there's a cutscene in that game. I get a little more paranoid about just moving around. I'm like, no, 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 no. So, like, I totally understand where you're coming from. That I, I, I definitely okay. This elixir that is going to, you know, give me back all of my magic and all of my life. 
I need to save all 52 of them because I'm going to need all of them for the boss. Because obviously, every time he hits me, I'm going to have to use one. And then you get to the final boss, it's like, oh, yeah, but I have magic armor and I automatically go, damn it, I could have. Yeah, I totally understand the frustration. You kind of know when when a boss was coming up in Resident Evil because you'd find like grenades in random places oh yeah, you yeah. open the fridge and yeah. there'd be rocket launcher in there and you're like, like oh is there a boss coming uh, <laughs> i'm in danger here's so my well. tip on that too if you remember resident evil 2 remake started a thing where they actually have an ai built into the game that makes it so that you never have enough ammo mm. it's specifically programmed into the game that no matter what you're always going to be running short. The game is built around that so that certain enemies will take more or less damage based on how many bullets you have. And they're going to keep doing that. I don't like that, though. That's what I was going to ask about 4 because it definitely seems more... it It looks like it leans heavier towards action game. Is there a surplus? Are you always in need? Is it... It's hard Is to it say since the game hasn't thing? come out yet. But in the demo, there you go. I'm sorry. In the demo. I think they are still maintaining some level of that. Of they okay. want you to feel pressured. They want you to feel like you're just getting by with just enough. And I feel like that happened in the demo uh, to some varying degrees, depending. Mm. Like I did multiple playthroughs, and each time felt a little different. Mm. Each time felt a little bit more chaotic or less chaotic, or I was burning through ammo faster or slower on each playthrough and then again there's environmental things you can take advantage of there's like the cow that you can set on fire and the cow runs around stampeding dudes i know it's a little mean but every bullet counts so then you can go into the building where you can barricade the door gives you a little breathing room you can go into the tower the tower was close to one of my best friends because i would just stand up there and wait for them to come with the ladder just bang 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 (laughs) So do you do you think we're going to be dealing with like a world seed type thing like or a game seed where it's like, oh, no, bro, if you've seen that plant in the right window when you first started, reset the game like you're you're getting hard mode like because <laughs> from here on what you're describing, it sounds like you're getting a different experience. I think that's time. just to some very small degree. I don't think it's going to be as deep as but, that. But I mean, you, I mean, we've seen it happen. What? That, I mean, I think that'd be interesting, especially for content creation. Well, sake. I think they're going to do a couple of things. I think they're going to take a lot of what they did with Resident Evil 2 and mm-hmm. Village and kind of okay. mash them together. I, that's what I'm getting yeah. from my experience with the demo so far is it feels like they're taking the best of both. I assume Resident Evil 4 will have multiple difficulty levels, just like Village had. Mm-hmm. It's going to have a lot of perks for beating the game and unlocking rewards and basically doing that flip of the second time, the third time you play, it's going to be more of a power fantasy. So you're going to be like going nuts, mowing down dudes with, you I know. I do like those moments though. Yeah. The end you know of, of Village, <laughs> when you're Chris with a gun and you just call a duty, that shit all the way through the village and you're just wasting things. Oh, not even that. My experience was <laughs> I suffered louis did too on that opening sequence in village where you got to survive against that wave of werewolves mm. coming oh yeah after you, you did it on hard mode didn't you i did it on hard mode and it was awful and louis also struggled through that but then on yeah, my second playthrough <laughs> i had the super shotgun with unlimited ammo i was just mowing those werewolves down like they were nothing and i'm like okay dude i got to the point where i where i killed the the big guy like immediately he came out and i'm like <laughs> boom 
That was all. That was that. Yeah, no, there's a video. <laughs> of me. King. No, yeah, yeah, I love that though. Quite literally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, so to close us out here, I want to talk about just like whether you're a Resident Evil fan or not, if you're a horror game fan or not. I, I love what Capcom does with their remakes. They've shown it like time and time again with the Resident Evil 1 remake, Resident Evil 2 remake. Resident Evil 3 is kind of the bastard child in a lot of people's opinions, but I still loved it and appreciated what it was, even though it was a completely different experience from the original game. I liked it for what it was. I liked it for what they did. And that's kind of the magic of what Capcom's been doing. The remakes, even when like 1 and 2... They, they take the original game and they're like, here you go. This is the original game like you remember it. But maybe you don't remember that there was this other hallway over here that goes this way and gives you a different experience. But it feels like it's been there the whole time. And that's what they do so beautifully. Yeah, They incorporate these new elements that weren't there before. And I can't wait <laughs> to see what they do with Resident Evil 4. It's, that, it's the dream oh. when people say, oh, I wish I could play that game again for the first time. And they give it to you. And yeah. they give it to you. They do yeah. it. They pull give it, it off. Good. And, and they nailed it. Like, <laughs> like I, I was so looking forward to the... Mm. <laughs> I was so looking forward to the scene in Resident Evil 2 with the crocodile. And it was like completely different from what I expected. But it was still insane. Yes. And I was like, holy shit. Like, that's not what i was expecting but that's still pretty damn cool yeah all right i agree and i look forward to a lot of those moments in resident evil 4 so very I, much looking forward to it I'm, I'm i'm scared but i I, <laughs> I, I, sure? always, I always talk about how i'm not gonna play and then i always end up playing like it it just it's just what happens and all of a sudden i'm on stream wearing brown pants and you know it's it's a oh, thing make sure to wear your brown pants baron brown pants I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this i'll tell you this it is one of gaming history's most well seen games for a reason mm. you're gonna end up playing it just for the sheer enjoyment of having said i played one of the biggest like just the the, the best game, the best Block, game blocking ever. <laughs> it is up there with original Legend of Zelda, up there with with Mario. Like it is literally one of the must plays, one of the must must experiences. I don't even, I wouldn't even say plays. Like play fun, yeah, okay, must experiences. Like Ooh. you, you have to be, especially being a person who hasn't played it before. I am so excited to hear what you have to say about it. Like, I want to know what that guy says. <laughs> Maybe we can have Baron back on. Sorry, that guy. Tell us. Yeah. Play. Come Ooh. back and talk to me. Go back. We're gonna put a few <laughs> hours into the old bad boy. Hey, get my knife skills up. Quick question: Do you think people who are great at parrying will be able to save all the bullets in the world in this game? No, because your knives break. Yeah, they do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, don't get comfy. <laughs> no, your knives break. Your main knife can I take so much damage. Feelings. <laughs> There's actually a secondary knife. There's a kitchen knife you can pick up in the demo, which breaks almost instantly. It's good for like There's a, a one time. Knife? Yeah, it's hidden with a TMP. But you can't you pick up a pitchfork or a shovel, but you can no. pick up a, a knife. Well, maybe he only knows CQC. Like, that's now, it. just if they did it like Resident Evil 2 great. Remake, you can unlock a unbreakable knife when you beat the game. That's how they did it in Resident Evil 2. Oh, Lord. Because uh, it's ready. just like 2, the knife breaks as you use it. 
All right. Can I at least do a little shimmy when they're when they're coming to murder me? Like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able I to mean, kick I mean, you, you can make yourself look funny if you want. <laughs> just I mean, keep crouching you... and standing up and crouching and standing up. <laughs> <and crouching. laughs> Who are you teabagging, dude? Like I'm peaceful. <laughs> I, I mean you no harm. <laughs> the zombies are like, he's crazy. Get away from him. <laughs> they they believe I'm one of them. <laughs> just gonna try to like do like the uh ah louie help me out Shaun of the dead like ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking <laughs> great movie all right uh i think that's gonna do it for us tonight uh, i want to give baron here a massive massive thank you and shout out that was a fantastic show thank you for joining us tonight super fun it's been a pleasure thank having you guys you, for having me this is we want you awesome. back come back <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, uh, yeah. And anything else? Uh, last minute plugs for your, your stuff, Baron, or where people can find you in level one? Yes. So everything LV1 gaming. So Twitter, twitter.com forward slash LV1 gaming. And then on YouTube, it's youtube.com forward slash LV1 gaming two zero because of course we're people to take youtube <laughs> um and please 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 subscribe I, I know it's real hard to hit that sub button and somebody brought up the point that they should probably change the name because the subscribe button meant some like subscribe means something totally different nowadays in today's mm-hmm. world so maybe it's like a weird thing of like you're spending money even though you're not nah. Like it's just and maybe it should be a follow instead of yeah. Subscribe. Just a quick little tweak, and it, people will probably get more follows and more subscribers. But yes, everywhere LV1 Gaming, everywhere I want you to find me. Nice, and I will be sure to include all of that those links in all of our descriptions and show notes that you guys will find. But yeah, absolutely fantastic conversations. I'm I'm glad that I was able to just gush about Resident Evil for almost an hour because. That's my thing. So <laughs> thank you, Baron. And of course, thank you, Maria. Thank you, Louie. No, no problem. Fantastic. Yeah, no, no problem. I got you back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't problem. worry about it. Don't worry about it. Eh, eh, leave it, leave it, eh. Put the check in the mail. Put the check in the mail. Eh, eh. I walk in. Eh. 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 <laughs> and to say goodnight, where's everybody going? Bingo? His name up? See you next week, guys. <laughs> That's a line from Resident Evil 4. It's one of the more famous cheese lines. <laughs> you haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive. She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? 
The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.